Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Masters edition of the Bacon Bets podcast. You might be able to tell I'm in the Masters mood. I got my golf outfit on to record the podcast. Uh, I don't have any Masters gear. I'm a firm believer that uh, you, in order to be able to wear branded, like golf course branded gear, you have to have been at the golf course. I have not been to Augusta National, so I'm wearing my Beth Page Black Ryder Cup 2025 hat. I got my golf shirt on. I'm ready to go. It's one of the best weeks of the entire year. So how I'm going to do this, um, I'm recording this Monday morning. Not all of the available odds are released as of right now. Most notably, Make or Miss Cut uh, has not yet been released. But uh, there have been the majority of odds released. Obviously, the odds to win have been released. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to quickly give you some uh, betting um, pointers. Some things that you should keep in mind when deciding who to bet on at the Masters this week. Uh, then I'm going to go through the top about, I think I have 22 golfers on this list, the top 22-ish golfers on the odds list, uh, and give my thoughts for every single one of them. As I get to a golfer that I'm betting on, I will let you know. I have four outright picks locked in, uh, and then once I get through all of those golfers, like I said, I think I have a little over 20, the top 20-plus-ish golfers on the odds list uh, with some notes to talk about. Uh, I'm going to tell you how to bet on Tiger Woods. I'll give you a couple top 20 bets. Uh, I'm going to give you some miss, some names that I'm probably going to bet on to miss the cut. Like I said, odds for that haven't been released yet, so it depends on what the odds are. Uh, a couple bets to make the cut. First round leader bet. My uh, hole-in-one yes or no bet. And then I'm going to tell you guys my DFS lineup. So we got a lot to get through here for the Masters edition. If you want my pick for the National Championship game tonight, because like I said, this you could be recorded listening to this on Monday, uh, check out Chasing That Paper, uh, myself and Joe Osborne. I'll give out my National Championship pick on that show. Uh, I'll tell you right now, it's UConn, uh, which probably isn't surprising to you if you've been listening to this podcast. I got UConn at minus six. It's up to minus seven and a half. But if you want my uh, further breakdown and maybe a player prop or two, Check out the Monday edition of Chasing That Paper, uh, which goes live at 11 a.m. Eastern. All right, let's get into my picks for the Masters, or actually, let's get into my betting tips for the Masters here. Um, 
first thing that, that that I'll bring up, which is one of my favorite things about Augusta National, is that uh, just keep an eye on left-handed golfers. Augusta National, one of the few courses on the PGA Tour schedule or on the golf schedule in general that actually really suits left-handed golfers uh, well. Uh, because a lot of the holes, the dog legs, uh, it's better to, if you're a right-handed golfer, you have to kind of hit a draw. If you are a left-handed golfer, you have to hit a fade. And it's a lot easier to hit a fade than it is to hit a draw. That is why we have seen, or at least a reason why we've seen a lot of left-handed golfers have success here. Bubba Watson, his two major victories came at the Masters. Phil Mickelson's won the Masters three times and the only Canadian major championship or champion in the history of men's golf. Shout out Brooke Henderson. Uh, Mike Weir is, of course, a lefty. Won it back in 2003, the first golf tournament I ever sat down and watched. Obviously, it was big news in Canada when Mike Weir won. Um, now, with that being said, uh, there's not actually a lot of good lefty golfers in the field. Let lefties in the field, Brian Harmon, Bubba Watson, Phil Mickelson, and Mike Weir. So we got uh, one guy who um, is, like, what, 50 years old and Mike Weir? Um, probably not going to compete the accomplishment if he made the cut. Two live golfers that I don't expect much from, and then Brian Harmon. Maybe I got a sneaky little Brian Harmon bet I'll give out later on uh, in the in this episode. Uh, big change for Augusta National this week is the 13th hole got longer. Uh, they extended, they pushed back the tee box in the 13th hole. It is a par five. The way the tee box was before, uh, a lot of golfers were starting to just drive it over the dog leg and just cut it off over the trees. That is now impossible uh, with it being pushed back 35 yards. So golfers are going to have to just hit a straight drive um, instead of having like a 7, 8, 9 iron into a par 5 on their second shot. Now they're going to be um, at least a mid iron, if not a long iron for their second shot on the par 5. Most guys are probably going to hit it straight, but this... Uh, brings in if you're able to hit a fade now it might be a little bit too actually even too long for even a fade to wrap it around the corner but if anyone's gonna be able to hit, uh, hit wrap it around the corner it's gonna be lefties who can hit a fade righties to hit a draw at that distance i don't know if that's gonna be possible uh so that's gonna be a hole to keep an eye on this year is the 13th hole gonna be 35 yards longer um in terms of these stats that you should look at uh one stat i will say uh, and i'll bring this up here um that everyone always talks about you gotta putt well you gotta you gotta putt well at the masters well you do actually have to putt well once you're there but don't make the mistake of betting on guys who rank in the top um 50 on the pga tour in strokes gained putting in fact um that might actually not even help you out too much so uh, Ron Kloss, close, tweeted this out, at PGA Splits 101, a great Twitter follower for uh, some golf data, PGA Tour data for you betters out there, uh, which I'm assuming all you all of you are if you're listening to this, uh, tweeted out, where the golfers for the past, dating back to 2008, where they ranked in strokes gained putting that season heading into the Masters. And you might be surprised by where these guys rank. Um, outside, so Jordan Spieth in 2015 ranked ninth. Outside of that, nobody ranked better than 48th in putting that season heading into the Masters. That was Dustin Johnson in 2020, and that was the November version of the Masters, so not even really a true version of it. Last year, Scotty Scheffler was 58th. Hideki Matsuyama was 175th. Tiger Woods, when he won, was 74th. Patrick Reed, 72nd. Sergio Garcia, 162nd in putting. Uh, Bubba Watson, 109th when he won. Adam Scott, 130th. Uh, the other time, Bubba Watson won 142nd. All the way down to 2008, Trevor Immelman was 191st in strokes gained putting. So yes, 
Putting is important. You have to be able to putt well to win. But this is the perfect example of what I always talk about when betting on golf. It is much better to bet on good ball strikers and hope they get hot with their putting than good putters and hope they get hot with their ball striking. It's the perfect example of it. And actually, even less than putting, I think, is important at Augusta, which not a lot of people talk about, is uh, chipping. Play around the green is actually what I think is even more important than putting. That's why guys like Hideki Matsuyama could win. Because Matsuyama, famous for being a not good putter, uh, but he's actually very good around the greens, which he doesn't get enough credit for. Uh, he's, he's a very good chipper of the golf ball. So something to keep in mind. Other than that, it is strokes gained approach. You have to be dialed in with your irons. This is the true test of the best iron players in the world. And not, on, not only just iron players, but if you want to key in on a specific distance, 70% of shots at Augusta National are over 150 yards. So this is not a wedge shot uh, type of course. You're gonna, We're going to be seeing guys with you know six irons, five irons, four irons. So... Keep an eye on, you know, guys who are good from 150 to 175 yards and 175 yards to 200 yards. You can look those up individually on the PGA Tour website. <clears throat> um, what else do we got here? Recent form, extremely important. Guys have always done, or not always, but most of the time they have done well in the tournaments leading up to uh, Masters Week. Scotty Scheffler last year, perfect example of it, got hot. One stroke play a couple weeks before, won uh, the Phoenix Open last year. Uh, and every major, every champion since 2012 has at least one top 10 at a prior major championship. So usually we want guys who've at least been able to compete uh, and contend at major championships at some point uh, previous in their career. <clears throat> All right, let's uh, rip through the list of golfers here. Like I said, I have 20 plus golfers to go through. I will let you know when I get to a golfer that I'm going to bet on. Um, and that brings me right up to the top golfer on the odds list here who I am betting on. That is Scotty Scheffler. If you've been listening to my golf breakdowns this season, you know that my opinion is that I think it's malpractice if you don't actually bet on either Scotty Scheffler or John Rahm in every single event. Um, maybe even both. These two guys are statistically, and if you look at the results, are a step above the rest. Scotty Scheffler is a defending champ. He won by three strokes last year with the four putt on 18. Uh, and he's actually coming in to this year's edition of the Masters half a stroke better in, in strokes gained than he was last year. So he's actually entering this tournament in even better form. Uh, 2023, this season, um, in the calendar year 2023, he's gone T7, T11, win, T12, T4, win, fourth he's very good um now if there is one concern to be had is putting hasn't been great lately it's stumbled a little bit a little bit of a dip in recent weeks in his putting um and his play around the green wasn't at its best at match play but i'm not too concerned i got a bet on scotty scheffler now full disclosure i did get him at eight to one two weeks ago the best odds now are plus 750 at FanDuel. Um, so if you want to bet on him, that's the place to do it. I'm seeing it even as low. I think Caesars now has him like plus 550. So shop around a little bit there for all of your outright bets, especially in golf. Uh, there will be some differences across sports book, um, sports books. And when you look at Scotty Scheffler's data set this season, his biggest strengths have been approach play and play around the greens, which in my opinion are the two most important things at Augusta national. It's the strongest assets. I'll be betting on Scotty Scheffler to defend his title. I got it at 8-1. to one. You can still get it at plus 750 at FanDuel. John Rahm, that's the other guy. Uh, if you want to, if you don't want to bet on Scotty Scheffler, if you, you, I don't know, you 
don't like him or you think his putting has stumbled enough and you don't want to bet on him, maybe you want to get someone with a little bit longer odds, you can go John Rahm. He's got fantastic history at the Masters. At the Masters, fourth place finish, T9, T7, T5, T27, and his last five starts at Augusta. So T9 or better in four of those five starts. Didn't have a great performance last year, uh, but he has been a little bit shaky recently, which is why I'm not going to be betting on him. T31 withdrawal, T39 in his last three starts since winning the Genesis. His putting has been bad in his last uh, two starts. He even lost strokes gain approach at match play, which is not something we're used to seeing from John Rahm. Uh, he could certainly win, but I think this is a case of uh, you want to peak at the right time. That's the, the you know that's the case in all sports. That's the case with the NCAA tournament. That's the case with the playoffs. That's you know we saw it. You know if you want a different sport example, we saw it in the Phillies. They peaked at the right time heading into the MLB postseason. Went on the run and uh, uh, went on the run and won the, won the National League. Same with golf. You want to peak at the right time, and unfortunately, I don't think John Rahm is peaking at the right time. Actually, he's kind of dipping at the wrong time. With his play as of late, he peaked right in the uh, right in the first two months of the 2023 calendar year. Dipped a little bit lately, and that's scaring me off him a little bit. So I'll not be betting on John Rom. Roy McIlroy up next. Uh, he kind of falls under the category of I would love to see him win, and I'm willing to lose my bets to see him win, but I'm not willing to bet on him. Uh, I, he's just overpriced at his current odds. I think he's overvalued in almost every single tournament that he plays in. <clears throat> because of his popularity and name recognition, especially here because people want him to see want to see him win uh, finally win a green jacket to complete their career Grand Slam. His short game was terrible at the Players Championship last month. Um, was better at the match play. He did switch putters over to a Scotty Cameron putter at the match play and did putt much better. So that could be the difference maker this week. Something to keep an eye on. But I won't be betting on Roy McIlroy. Jordan Spieth, I was surprised to see he's fourth on the odds list here at most places. Too volatile at his current odds. The issue with Jordan Spieth is out of four rounds of a tournament, especially lately, one of those rounds is not going to be good, and that ends up costing him. He still might finish top five, top ten, but you got to put together four good rounds to win, especially the Masters, and I just don't trust him to do that. His putting is hot and cold. He's lost strokes putting in four of his last seven events. His approach play is good, but not good enough to make up for different uh, for deficiencies elsewhere. So no Jordan Spieth play for me. Patrick Cantley is a little bit of an interesting case because he has the numbers. Sixth in total strokes gained, second in strokes gained off the tee, 41st in strokes gained approach, 45th in putting, 91st in around the green. But the issue with Patrick Cantley is not had success at majors as good as he's had in as many tournaments as he's won and the success he's had in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Dating back to 2020, he's only had one top 10 in a major. That was a T8 at last year's Open. Last four Masters, he's gone T9, T17, miscut T39. So I will be staying away from Patrick Hanley until he can prove that he can truly contend at a major championship. And I don't count last year's T8 as contention because he wasn't really ever in it. Cameron Smith. Going to be a little bit of a popular bet this week. Uh, going to be by far the most popular live golfer for people to bet on. I have absolutely no faith in this guy whatsoever. The three live events this season, he finished T5, T24, and T26. If you can't dominate the, li the live golf field, I have no faith in you competing at the Masters. I mean, maybe he's just not motivated in those live events and he's going to, you know, bring his A game for the Masters. I'll believe it when I see it. I will not be wasting my money betting on him. Maybe if he was dominating live events, I would bet on him, but I just don't think he can go from competing at live events, which are three rounds. There's music blaring. It's a 
feels like a weird exhibition to then winning the Masters. I just don't think it can happen. Justin Thomas, game has not been in good form. His putting has been terrible. Bad off the tee, 23rd in strokes gained. 147th in putting. Not the type of numbers I want to see to delay his current price. Maybe if he was uh, had longer odds, I'd take a wager on him. Not going to do it at his current price. I will not be betting on Justin Thomas. Colin Morikawa, he's an interesting play. His approach play at times has been fantastic. Has been losing strokes putting in almost every single round. Um, but it could get hot. And like I said earlier, that's not uh, bad putting may not be something that you want to use as a deal breaker when betting on guys because bad putters have won the Masters. T28, T13, miscut in his last three starts. Not super encouraging. Not a play I would argue against, but not one that I'm willing to bet. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Which brings me to my next bet. Xander Shoffley. I have made it a yearly tradition for the past four years to bet on Xander Shoffley at the Masters. Um, and he's done well, but he breaks my heart on Sunday twice. He finished T2 in 2019, T3 in 2021 to Matsuyama. Two very close finishes. He melts down on Sundays. I'm sure he will do it again, but there are some promising things about Xander. I'm not just betting on him because it's a yearly tradition for me. There are some very promising things. For one thing, his uh, recent form has trended in the right direction. His last three starts, T39, T19, T5. This year, he's 10th in total strokes gained, 8th in strokes gained approach, 20th in strokes gained putting, 48th in strokes gained around the green. And that distance I talked about earlier, longer than 150 yards, specifically from 150 to 175 yards, he leads the tour. He's first in uh, proximity from that 25-yard range, which is huge at Augusta National. 
Now, I am a little bit concerned about his accuracy. He has not been accurate off the tee whatsoever. 156th in driving accuracy this season. He needs to fix that this week. Um, but yeah, I still, outside of that, that's the only weakness that I can find for him. His, he has great history, great form. Um, the way that he, he's been golfing lately fits up to Augusta National perfectly. I like Xander Shoffley. I'm sure he will once again break my heart on Sunday. But I'm convinced... Maybe it's not this year, but I'm convinced Xander Shoffley will win the Masters at some point in his career, and I will be betting on him when he does it. Now, by the time he does it, I might just break even. Uh, the money I make by him finally winning might just make up for the years of me betting on him and, and him not winning it, but it's going to happen. Maybe it is this year. I'll take him. Uh, the best price out there was at FanDuel. Uh, as of uh, this morning when I recorded this, right before I recorded, FanDuel had him at 24-1. to the best price available out there that I could find out of my New York uh, regulated books that I, that I could bet on. Moving on, Dustin Johnson. Similar to Cam Smith, Live Golf does not give stats. I'm a stats-based golfer, so if I don't have stats to base anything off of, I'm not going to bet on Live Golfers. Uh, T13 and a 7th place finish in the last two Live starts, so I guess better results than Cam Smith. Still not going to bet on him, though. Uh, which actually quickly brings me to my third outright pick to win the Masters here. Uh, Jason Day, 29 to 1. He, at FanDuel Sportsbook, he is at 29 to 1, the best price still available. This guy has not finished worse than T19 since last November. You want to talk about good form? Nobody's been a better, for, well, outside of maybe Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm, but the consistency of his form, like I said, hasn't finished worse than T19 since November. 5th in total strokes gained, 22nd in approach, 23 in strokes gained around the green, punting 15th off the tee 37th. There's no areas that he's bad in. He has no weak points. His only weak point is that he hasn't won since his career resurgence started. But he's won a major before. He's won the PGA Championship. So he does know how to win a major. That was probably 6, 7 years ago. But he does know how to win a major. Uh, his biggest strengths, which I think are going to be huge this week, week at Augusta, bogey avoidance, he comes in at 2nd. Scrambling percentage second. So obviously with Augusta National being a difficult golf course, saving par is massive. Uh, and he's one of the best on tour in doing exactly that this year. So I like Jason Day, 29 to 1. Might be a little bit of a popular play this week as well, but I like it. Too many positives that I can't ignore. Uh, Max Homa, very similar to Patrick Cantley in that he has the numbers. Actually, his numbers are better. Third in total strokes gain, fifth in approach, tenth in putting, 36th in around the green. But uh, his results at major championships have been worse than Patrick Cantlay's. His best finish was a T13 at last year's PGA Championship. Other than that, he's been terrible, like missed cuts most of the time. So Max Holm was very similar to Patrick Cantlay. I need to see him be able to at least contend at a major before I can bet on him, especially at Augusta National. Uh, Tony Finau, similar sentiment. He got the monkey off his back of not being able to win a tournament. Well, can he, can he get the monkey off his back now of not being able to win a major? Uh, we'll see. I'm not convinced. Could win. I will not be putting my money on him, uh, especially with his play around the greens this season. 81st and strokes gained around the green. Not super convincing. Brooks Kepka. Shout out to Brooks Kepka, who won uh, this week's live tournament. Congratulations to him. Maybe he's figuring out the mental side of his game, but I will not be betting on him to win the Masters. If you are considering betting on Brooks Kepka to win the Masters, go back and watch his episode of Full Swing, and that'll quickly convince you otherwise. No bet on me for Brooks Kepka. 
Cameron Young, bit of an interesting play here on Cameron Young. He would be. I don't think the Masters is the one major that we should bet on him, though. I think if you want to bet on Cameron Young to win a major, I think you should look at the PGA Championship. I think you should look at the U.S. Open. You can't really use his driving distance at Augusta National. Not a, It is a slight advantage, not a huge advantage, though, at Augusta, like it is at some of the other majors. And he's also 143rd in strokes gained around the green. Uh, not not going to cut it at Augusta. Sam Burns, his approach play has been terrible this season. 175th in strokes gained approach. Now, you might be tempted to bet on him because he won match play. But actually, up until the Sundays, the uh, the semifinals and the final, he actually didn't really play all that well. Obviously, he played enough to get to that point. But you look at his, you know, his stats on data golf, not actually impressive at the match play. Um, and that's why I even recommended people not to bet on Sam Burns for the semifinal, which I obviously live to regret. But of the four guys in the semifinal heading into it, he had the worst stats, but then he turned it on when he needed it to. But still, with that being said, his numbers this season have not been convincing enough outside of match play for me to want to bet on him to win at the Masters. 175th in strokes gain approach. Victor Hovland. Could be a look at another major, specifically the Open Championship. Not going to be a play for me at Augusta, though. 166th in strokes gained around the green. This course does not fit his style of play. It's gonna, it, it exploits his weakness of chipping, and that kind of shows in his last two results. T21, T27 at the last two Masters. Will Zalatoris, who's now finished in second place, I think two straight events. Three of the last two, maybe? Two of the last three? Um, in normal circumstance, I would likely bet him, but he has been terrible lately. T59, 73rd, T53 in his last three starts. He's losing a ton of strokes putting in that time frame. Uh, and he hasn't been nearly as good everywhere, anywhere else, really, to make up for it. Even his approach play has been bad lately from Will Zalatoris. So no bet for me on Will Zalatoris. Sung JM. Could be a sneaky play, actually. Sung JM here. Great in all aspects of the game. His biggest weakness, though, this season has been approach. And that's not where I would want someone's biggest weakness to be. 62nd in strokes gain approach. That's not bad, but it, you, you need your approach play to be absolutely dialed in to win at Augusta. Uh, and actually, at the last event at match play, he actually lost strokes to the field with his approach play. So not great, not promising. But he does have great master success, actually. T2 in 2020, T8 last year. So he has had success at Augusta National. Uh, I think he's more of a DFS play or a top 20 play, or there is another play that I'm going to bet on him uh, that I'll bring up in a second. I'm not going to bet on him to win, though. Uh, last few here. Corey Connors, great bet for top 10 or top 20. He's coming off a win in the Valero Texas Open. He does not have the clutch gene, I don't think, to win Augusta, unfortunately. Uh, and his poor putting and chipping uh, will exploit him a little bit. His play around the green has been specifically bad this year, actually. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama, he has injuries, bad form, can't do it. Matt Fitzpatrick, his approach, approach play has been terrible this season. 172nd in approach, not good. I don't know what's going on with Matt Fitzpatrick's game, but now is not the time to bet on him. Tyrrell Hatton, bad history at the Masters, hasn't finished better than T18, and he is 157th in strokes gained around the green. That's going to get exploited at Augusta National. And then my long shot bet to win. Yes, I did have one more bet. All the way down in 80 to 1. Once again at FanDuel. I don't know why, but FanDuel for the golfers I'm specifically betting on, their best odds are all at FanDuel for some reason. Uh, Tom Kim, 80 to 1. 
He has a couple things going against him. Number one, he's a Masters rookie, never played here before. But don't forget, there has been some exceptions to the rule. Will Zalatoris almost won a couple years ago when he was a rookie, finished second place. Uh, and he has been in bad form. He hasn't finished inside the top 30 since the American Express where he finished T6. But some bright spots. Third in bogey avoidance this season, so he's great at saving par, which is huge at Augusta National. 19th in the strokes gained approach, 39th in the strokes gained around the green. 103rd in putting, but like I said, uh, let's bet on good ball strikers and hope they get hot with their putting. That's the case with Tom Kim at 80 to one. There was a couple weeks there earlier in the season. He became overvalued. Now he's starting to get back to the undervalued spot. Long shot, probably not going to win. Uh, but I like him. I'll probably bet on him top 20 as well. So Tom Kim 80 to one. And there you go. I've ripped through the top 22, 23 golfers on the odds list here. Let's give out some other bets very quickly. And then we'll wrap this up. Tiger Woods, how to bet on him. I haven't mentioned his name yet. I would not bet on him to win. I did famously say that before 2019, though, so I will not tell you to not bet on him to win. Um, where I'm probably going to bet on him is to make the cut. Now, that's probably going to be around like a minus 150-ish play, I would guess. I still think there's value there. There's a lot of questions um, I have about his health lasting throughout the weekend, which is the issue that we've seen in every single event, even the Genesis Invitational where his health looked more promising. By the time he got to Sunday, he was still limping around. It didn't look great and kind of stumbled to the finish. But on Thursdays and Fridays, he looks great. I think that's the time to bet on him. Either bet on him to make the cut, bet on him to, you know, a couple matchups maybe on Thursday and Friday. Um, maybe even top 20 if you want to get uh, aggressive. Now, I will say if Tiger Woods does ever win another major, it will be the Masters because Augusta National is so much about knowing the golf course, knowing where to hit it, knowing every, you know, inch of the course. And that's exactly, you know, nobody knows Augusta National better than Tiger Woods. So that's how I would handle I'm betting on Tiger Woods. I'm probably going to uh, bet on him to make the cut and that'll be it. Um, but cut odds haven't been released yet. So we'll see uh, when that comes out. Top 20, a couple top 20 bets. I like Brian Harmon, three to one, uh, my lefty. Uh, that's the lefty I'm going to back to finish in the top 20 has a top 20 finish at Augusta in the past already and like I said at the top of the episode lefties do well at Augusta National Siwoo Kim plus 230 has had some success at the Masters in the past as well I like him top 20 at plus 230 golfers to miss the cut I think I'm going to bet on basically every single live golfer once again I don't know I I will tweet Thursday morning with uh, my full list of final plays uh, my final list of full plays um, including miss the cut. I think I might bet on every single live golfer to miss the cut. I'm just going to stick to my theory that going from live golf to the masters is too big of a jump for most of these guys. Uh, Kevin Kisner named to miss the cut. Maybe he's been terrible this season. Francesco Molinari. He has, he, he has nightmares to deal with at Augusta. Cameron champ has been terrible. So those are some names to keep an eye on. Miss the cut. I don't have any locked in because odds haven't been released to make the cut. couple names to make the cut. Sam Bennett. The defending U.S. Amateur Champion. Um, he made the cut and finished T49 at the U.S. Open last year. That's going to be a guy we can get good odds on to make the cut. And another amateur, Mateo Fernandez de Oliveira, who is the Latin America Amateur Champion. He beat Joaquin Neiman's scoring record at the Latin America Amateur Championship. And I think actually betting on amateurs to make the cut is actually a pretty good strategy here because there's a lot of old fucks who refuse to stop playing in the Masters because they won it 35 years ago. Um, and these amateurs are going to outplay them. Sandy Lyle, for example, they need to tell him to stop playing. Larry Mize, they need to tell that guy to stop playing. So all these old fucks who refuse to stop playing in these events, I actually think this is going to give us good odds for some young guns, some amateurs to make the cut. So I'm going to go with Sam Bennett and Mateo Fernandez de Oliveira. 
Um, they will be a plus money. If one of them makes the cut, we're laughing. First round leader, John Rahm, 16 to 1. This is how I'm going to hedge my Scotty Scheffler bet a little bit. John Rahm leads the tour in first round scoring average. I'll take him at 16 to 1 to be first round leader. And also Sung J M. I talked about him earlier, how he, he could be a sneaky play. I don't know if his approach plays enough to win the event, but he's sixth in first round scoring average. I'll take him at 33 to 1 to be the first round leader. Um, tournament. Uh, tournament hole in one on the 16th hole, minus 122 I found it at. Uh, I will bet on that. If you guys don't know, I think it's Sunday pin placement, the way they do it. The hole kind of funnels down. We almost always see a hole in one on Sunday at the 16th hole. So for a hole in one to happen there, I'll take it at minus 122. My DFS lineup, if I can bring it up here. Um, and then that's it. And then we're going to wrap things up. So as I'm bringing it up, I don't know why Scotty Scheffler came up in the graphic again. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, rate it, review it. If you're listening to the audio version, go over to YouTube and subscribe to it. That'd be a big help. If you're watching this on YouTube, like it. And if you're listening to the audio version, leave me a rating and a review. My DFS lineup for this week. Scotty Scheffler, Xander Shoffley, Jason Day, Justin Rose, who is actually a name I hadn't talked about very good history at, at Augusta and actually has played pretty well lately. I think I might bet on him to finish top 10 or top 20 as well. Haven't fully decided though, but keep an eye on Justin Rose. Uh, Kurt Kitayama, undervalued when it comes to DFS. And I'm going to toss in the amateur Sam Bennett in there for a cheap option for DFS. So Scheffler, Shoffley, Jason Day, Justin Rose, Kurt Kitayama, Sam Bennett for my amateurs. Or sorry, for my DFS lineup. And I'm throwing in an amateur, which might blow up in my face. Um, so there you have it. This has been the Masters edition of the Bacon Bets podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Gamble or bless, my friends. Good luck with the Masters this week, and I'll talk to you later. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.